G'day, and welcome to More Than A Minute, the podcast that aims to amplify the voices of TikTok creators who have something important to say, create something beautiful, or simply make the world a better place simply by being themselves. A lot of these wonderful people have their videos taken down or are silenced by the algorithm, so we take this opportunity to shine a light on their work and give them more than 60 seconds to tell us what they're all about. Today, I speak with Bella Jinder, aka Ani Deb, about the importance of actually listening to Indigenous voices, being the Pokemon Go champion of Tari, having a go at the Prime Minister, and importantly, taking ownership of your mistakes. G'day everyone, we're here with uh, Arnie Deb, Balajinda on TikTok. How's it going, Deb? I'm going good, how are you? Yeah, I'm very well, thank you. Enjoying my day off. <laughs> Holy, get a day off? I didn't know. I don't, I'm a uni student, don't get one at all. <laughs> oh, yeah, you get you get six months of the year after. My, my wife's an ac- academic, I know how it works. Calm your farm, <laughs> sunshine. You want to get a flogging or what? <laughs> I'll tell you. Oh... Uh... Uh, I tell, I tell, I, as a as a former student at university myself, I do know that those those months in between the semesters, they feel like they go forever, and you can fill them up however you want. But I'll tell you, from the other side of things, those three months off for the teachers, they don't stop working. No, they don't. They don't. It doesn't even have to be in the university. I see my friend at Christmas time, a principal of the school, and it's terrible. It, it's 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 pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. for them. Yeah, yeah. I think. Just in general, and that, 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 that's a heavy topic that, you know, we can get into later if you like, but just the fa- the entire failure of the uh, the education system right, and the way even, we... Yeah, the, that's the way, way too heavy. You want me to start me up about <laughs> academia? Holy. The way nah. that the... Cri- ah, see? Stop now. <laughs> stop now. Stop it now. <laughs> All right. We'll start with something a little bit easier for everyone else to get into. So, like, for people who are unfamiliar uh, with you and your work, what sort of content do you create? And uh, I suppose, like, what's the main, main focus of your TikToks? My main focus is actually for people to get to know me so that when I actually start to do like um, down the track, if I, you know, include my other stuff in there that I want to do, because Mm. the thing about TikTok is they got to get to know you. Um, So I do a bit of a bit of a comedy and I do stand up for my um, Aboriginal, you know, for my Aboriginality and Torres Strait Islanders, you know, like sitting there thinking that, you know, the stuff that we've experienced and endured um, but I like to do it from a comedy and like to actually get try and encourage the mob. I'm actually take it from a place of healing. Mm-hmm. So I actually like my mob to actually listen to some of the things I say, like walking on country, connecting to her, mm-hmm. um, um, that, you know, you've got to take a moment. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to be, you know, to have these emotions. It's okay to sit in murkiness of waters it's it's okay to cry it's it's all of these things that Mm. they need to understand you know you can have all of the jokes but I always like to chuck in all the seriousness of life because that's the things that we're going to get because so many of us have been um, disconnected are being forced to disconnect we're forced Mm. to you know choose we're all the way through like as a community that used to live together to a community that no longer doesn't is this is a way to connect to all of them yeah, it does seem like it's quite a powerful tool for it as well because the community, at least from what I've seen on TikTok, is quite strong. 
Well, it is absolutely. Like I get really surprised when I get like a big creator. And when I mean a big creator, like I'm talking Astro Kirsten, you know, like when oh, she's. I love her so much. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Right. So I did a TikTok the other day. I didn't even know. One day she just followed me and I was like, whoa, that's pretty cool. Because, mm. like, she's amazing. Like, you know, we're both scientists. Well, I'm not quite there yet, but, you know, scientists of word and she's a scientist of the sky. So sitting there and then one day I did a TikTok and I did it as, you know, from from something and she commented and she goes, ah, this hit me bad today. Yeah. And I was just like, wow, like the auntie that nobody wanted is what I <laughs> <laughs> is what I am to most people. But, but yeah, the, aunt, the auntie that we needed. <laughs> yeah, I think it is. I found my purpose is to be that auntie that people that people need from time to time. And yeah, I think, it, you know, and it makes me feel it makes me and it fills my cup too. It's not just a one way, it's a two way effect. Mm-hmm. And um, I feel really amazed by it, because it actually helps me stay connected, because I don't have it, like being at uni. And doing TikTok is like a way to stay connected, because you can't really get out there and see everybody you know, all the time. and But when I do, I do. Yeah. <laughs> then everyone's like, Arnie, you haven't been on TikTok. You haven't answered me. It's like, hang on, calm down. I've got a life. Yeah. <laughs> I've got, got a life. But, yeah, it's it, but it's about finding my groove and finding friends because sometimes, you know, in life people get busy and, you know, like I'm a single person, never had children, so it keeps me connected to, like, lots of people. And people that are on TikTok are usually looking for connection. Mm. That's what they're there for. It's not like Facebook or any other side. It is actually people are like, I want to be seen. That's why they're there. That's how I look at it. And so if I could get, um, if I could get paid to be like a counselor on TikTok, it'd be, you know, like to be that auntie on TikTok, that would be amazing. But that won't happen. That's why I've got to do linguistics. (laughs) Hey, don't, don't jinx it. And we'll get into that as well, obviously, but absolutely don't jinx it because you, you can't tell what the future holds and, uh, I know they they told us when we were in high school that you know the jobs that you guys have in the future haven't even been invented yet. And if you said TikTok moderator, people are like, "What the hell is that?" You know, or Facebook admin, like, "What is that?" You know, so they're, they're kind of right. True. You know, don't know what the future holds, and I'd pay. I'd sign up for that pay, that that Patreon. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know I could do Patriot, but I was like, oh, I don't know. I'm, I don't like how the world has to pay for everything because, like, I sit there and think mm-hmm. about our mob. Like, and that's why I probably haven't done something like that because I think about my our mob and, like, what they've got to pay, you know, that's another bill. Yeah. That's another bill, you know. Uh, that's another bill for them. And I'm thinking how many times you've got a, a subscription for iTunes, you've got a subscription for SoundCloud, subscription for what's the Spotify, subscription mm-hmm. for Netflix, for Stan, for all of these things. Yeah. And, and it's like, when is it going to stop that you keep designing these systems to take away from the value of what should be done for people? Mm. You know, you're making money. Like, okay, put an ad in there. People are, you know, I don't know. I just, I just, I find that because they sit there and continue. It's the same with those other financial things that they have. The rent the room, rent the room, and uh, yeah. you know, uh, zip pay and all of that. Not, oh, yeah. not just for the mob. It's for anyone low socioeconomic, and they mm. keep putting these things out there. And it's like, you know, they put them, they're designed to put them in debt. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, yeah, it's a very dangerous, very dangerous system that they're setting like up to trap hate. people. 
Yeah, people talk about it all the time and I've seen it so many times and I, I get it. They're, everyone's allowed to have it. I'm not sitting there saying no one shouldn't have it. Mm. It's just it's, it makes it really hard for like, you know, or imagine the ones that are going on in Kununurra. There's a there's a really good TikToker. She's an Australian TikToker and she's only got about, I think she's got about 1,500, but she talks about the issues going up there in in Kununurra with the basics card and stuff and you just sit there and mm. think how is that going to affect them to get try and keep up with the trend and the latest thing and then you know pay for something that that card is one of the grossest colonial things i've ever oh, seen in my fucking don't, life don't even start I, me on it I the know. amount of people fucking the amount of people and when i started it you know oh, you've started me on it now but anyway Sorry. let's just finish it i just <laughs> you can cut this later i don't care but no nah, no nah, nothing on the cutting room floor I'm just going to sit there and say that once I started actually looking at the northern, developing the northern territory, it's been my one subject in Charles Darwin studying the north. It triggered me so badly that I'm still doing summer semester right now because yeah. it made me so angry about what they're trying to do up there with mm. the different things that are going on. Like, I mean, imagining that they're wanting over a million people to be in Darwin, a million. Mm. It's only it's only one hundred and thirty thousand. They want a million people in there yeah. by twenty sixty, but they're not fixing the issues that are going on. Yeah, but they still want to drive forward. And I understand that you still have to drive forward. But my God, you've got the opportunities. You're wasting so much fucking money because you're doing the same thing about not consulting Aboriginal people on the fucking issues on the ground. Yeah. And since doing Northern Exposure, it has actually shown me, or Northern Futures and Northern Exposure, it has actually shown me that the fucking shit government that fucking keeps reading policy and not fucking paying all these dollars to their mates, mm. to their mates to fucking come in and say, do the research, and then not listen to the research. The yeah. greatest, the greatest fuck-up of all time would have to be the money that they paid out for the scared little children report, never mm. listened to it. The 94 recommendations still aren't in existence. And I'll tell you what, I've got a white auntie that sends me all of this information saying Aboriginal this and Aboriginal that. Like, mm. you know, and I'm sitting there going, aunt, these recommendations are out there. They've been out there since 2006, 2007. And they haven't yeah. listened. Still haven't listened. So how is one little... One little person you've seen on the Facebook screaming out for help going to help when they won't even listen to a big, massive report that they invested in. Yeah. Please soapbox down because I just get too angry with it. It's yeah. like it just – and then, like, you know, you, you read that they sign up to these international international rights, you know, the U United Nations and the United Nations of Indigenous Rights came out. And, mm. and it says in there, clearly states in there about self-determination and what do they do? Not fucking listen again. Yeah. They sit there and say, "Hey, we're going to accept in, in my in England in, in academia." They go, "We're going to accept you as Aboriginal people, and we're going to give you. Um, we're going to make it so we're not talking about equality. We're talking about equity, and mm -hmm. we're going to give you and going to still assess you the same way as everybody else." But it's like, hang on, I can talk about this issue, but yet now you're sitting there saying in academia, "Hang on, Aboriginal English and all of this is accepted." But you're still focusing in that I've still got to do the same report, the same assessment, the same thing, because that's your mindset yeah. or that's the mindset of the powers that be. I yeah. sat in class the other day doing these assessments by myself in front of my lecturer and I'm going, and now I still have to go back and do an assessment, but I just proved to you that yeah. you did it, but you want me to come back and do it again. 
it's just, and I talk about it. I tell them and they go, Deb, we know. <laughs> so we often say soapbox moment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry. I just get very passionate and I just, and it's, it's just, it's, it, it's just not fair. And I'm not sitting there saying it's, it should be the same for somebody who is like myself, dyslexic, you know, mm. um, or anybody that's got a, a, an ability. I reckon anybody can achieve anything if they put their mind to it. Mm. And I mean that. I mean that. And they've got to be willing to accept help. That's the hardest thing. People don't yeah. know how to accept help. It's the hardest thing to say. And what's even harder is actually believing in yourself. Because yeah. nobody else, if it, nobody else believes in you, at least believe in you. Yeah. You know, and I, I would sit there and say, I was thinking about this last night and I was going, you know, I keep saying to myself, I'm shit, you know, and I'll be the first one to admit it. I'll keep saying it to myself now. I might look all confident and all of that. But at the end of the day, like, yeah, I'll be brave. I can be brave and put myself out there. But I'm, I still don't believe in me. And it's still taking me years. And I'm quite sure every single one of us has a moment where we're not believing in ourselves. Mm. But let me just sit there and say that I sit there and think I'm fucking shit at shit. I've got <laughs> nothing to show for anything. And I'm sitting there and I'm going, well, wait a minute, Deb, wait a second. Wait a goddamn second. Go back to when you were playing Pokemon to get through, get, get you through life. Yeah. And somebody said to you, you're going to be shit at this. And you became the first, the first girl in Valor in the town to become level 40 what the oh, fuck and i'm then, so glad that you're team valor i cannot express to you how proud i am to be on on team valor with you valor yeah. pride yeah valor pride <laughs> so i was the first one in my little town and we had only 10 pokey stops while all other towns had heaps we only had 10 yeah. pokey stops and maybe we had we had i think 10 gyms maybe 10 gyms yeah i'm just trying to remember when it was 10 cents a day and you had to be in all gyms to get your dollar yeah <laughs> And I'm going, I want to help build this town. And I tried to get Ingress players to come to town. And, you know, eventually we got some to come to town and then they sort of showed me how to play Ingress. So I had to get to level 10 in Ingress. So then, you yeah. know, to help this and then you had to go over here. Then I got to level 10 and then I got these people that come from Sydney to start to help to build our town. And then I had even people in my town saying, you're never going to do this. You're never going to be able to get 18 stops out at our rec ground. Well, I'm now up to 23 stops. Oh, yes. And he was like, he, and he was still like arrogant enough to sit there and say, I didn't know what I was talking about. And here I was, and I built this town from 10 Pokestops to over, I think we lost count of how many, I've lost count how many gyms and I've taught one other person. And it's like, I'm sitting there saying, but I did that. I built this. I actually built this in the game. Yeah. But I still sit there and say I haven't done anything. Like, I mean, it might not be for anything for anybody else, but, like, that's huge. Like it in Pogo, In yeah. Pogo world, it's huge. Like, I go downtown and I, I walk past at least five or six gyms just walking one one way and it's like, mm. wow, and I still think I don't do anything. I still think I don't achieve anything. And then I look at TikTok and think, oh, I was quite happy and I'm, I'm building myself up and I'm up to 8,000. Like, what the... You know, like it's just these things that you sit there and think that you can't achieve something. If you can do something that's going to be better than, um, you know, like if you're really good at cars and you're making a bloody car engine purr like a kitten, mm. and that's your thing. Yeah. Just sit there saying you don't. It doesn't have to be the thing that fits in for everybody else. You know, like I was the queen until about a month ago and I stopped, I didn't play as much, but like I was mm -hmm. the queen of the town there yeah. for a long time. <laughs> um, 
and like and um people still go debbie are you still playing i went yeah just at uni and other shit going on i just haven't been able to put myself into it i didn't want to tell them that i'm secretly building a new empire in tiktok but hey (laughs) because i think there's uh, ample opportunities here because we don't have a we don't have an aboriginal linguist yet yeah so i i looked at the gap and also if I talk, think about it, my when learning language myself, they said somebody needs to get on TikTok and I'm like, I'm already there. And I, I realise that this is like a great platform to be able to introduce Aboriginal languages and that's mm. what I'm starting to do more now. But mm. I just needed people to get to know who me was because it would be like me going into a community, trying to get to know a community and going, oh, here I am, love me, love me. No, you've got to build the same sort of thing. You've got to build your community. You've got to build your trust. You've got to sit there and say, look, I'm just a, a person, you know, I want to, I'm want. i here to help, you know. That same sort of thing I think can apply to TikTok. You can't just come in there and just go, love me. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there are people, definitely people who try and it's it comes off as, you know, it's it's not genuine, and it just seems like an attention grab. And you can tell immediately, just like you're just doing this for for clout or for you know for attention. And it's yeah, the the the, the truly genuine people, I feel, like, are the ones who go the furthest. Yeah, well, I I've seen that a hundred times over. Like I've seen it, um, people that you know, like and the people that call out these people that are looking for attention to build their platform is. Uh, and what I mean by that is the ones that sit there and go fat, you know, like, oh, look at this fat, and then they drop the food. You know, that yeah. there was that one, and you sit in there, and now their account's gone. Yeah. But, but those ones there, like, they're just trying to to do it. Like, if I see something like that, I have to I, – I do speak up and go, that's pretty gross of you. But yeah. it's like I, I just ignore those people and block them because I don't want to see their stuff. I just don't. Yeah. It doesn't matter how many times I want to. I just don't want to see it. It's just like yeah. it's just that whole foul, foul stuff of um, – horrible humans yeah but the best thing once again about being at uni is actually checking myself one of the best things i ever did was that study on the the iat test which i've got to put up actually i want to put up on tiktok Mm. go go and do it and then realize how racist you are we all are or our own biases go and do those tests because tiktok has actually taught me that i had a fair few biases i'd had a few like before coming onto tiktok and it's it's taught me so different. Like it's a really good educational way when you want to learn about something. Like I found that I've learned a lot of things and a lot of things about myself. Is that the, uh, the implicit association test? Yeah, the IA. It's from, yeah. From Harvard? Yeah, Harvard. Harvard. Yeah. There's several of them. Yeah. Uh, when I did that, I automatically had, of course, I had automatically had a, a, had a bias towards blackfellas, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't yeah. I? Um, you know, but the guy that talked about it said that he actually had um, he actually had a bias towards Asian because he he was Indian. So he said, mm-hmm. my Asian community he goes, no, no, I can't. I love all people, and he had it. And we all have this underlying bias. But just sitting mm-hmm. there thinking and 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 following. So I follow different TikToks. You know, it's just opened my mind, and it's also made me better outside of TikTok because I'll make sure I go out of my way to block those negative things that I might have said in the past, mm. you know, to saying, hi, how are you? You know what I mean? Mm. Like just, you know, like it's just like we all all have had been casually racist and it's just taught me how to be a better person. Mm. That's that- it though, isn't it? It's just learning. It's a, and it's a constant process. As long as you're making progress and moving forward, I think that's that's something important. 
Yeah, absolutely. What started you on your path to creating content? Like what got you, what sucked you in? Well, it's a funny story, this. There's two. <laughs> <laughs> what sucked me in was my great nieces were on this app mm. and they were doing like dance videos and because I couldn't see them, I was like I wanted to get up there and like I, even though I haven't done a dance video yet, but uh, <laughs> I mean I have kind of, but I'm like, I love dancing anyway, and I mm. thought, well, what a better way, good way of being able to spend them some time with them. And so my first few duets was with my nieces, like mm. my, my great nieces, to to be able to duet them and and have a bit of fun with them, so that they can see me, know me. It was just another way to interact with them. That's what started me, and then I was like, then I became addicted during yeah. uni. During uni, by the way, mm. <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate procrastinating tool. Oh, but it's so good because you can sit here and do your uni stuff and be on a live and listen to somebody or something, mm-hmm. you know, like it's, it's good that way. It's a good distraction. Yeah. I find, um, I struggle watching lives just because I'm, I'm reading the comments and, you know, it obviously takes a while for whoever's doing their live to read the comments as they're coming up. So you've, you always feel like I'm, you know, 10, 20 seconds ahead of them reading the comments and they're responding to stuff. I'm like, no, that question was like ages ago. Like talk, talk to this person who's asked this interesting thing now. So <laughs> obviously not actually having a, an account myself that yeah, like an active account, obviously I'm, I'm there like, you know, to, to, um, to view, but I haven't posted anything. So I don't really know how it all works, but um, I can imagine there must be like a, a delay to sort of allow for filtering out, you know, hateful shit. Well, well, their filtering on TikTok is just horrendous. It should be like they, they shouldn't be able to say the word abo on TikTok. They shouldn't be yeah. able to say Aborigine, you know, like these are insulting yeah. words, you know what I mean? Um, um, you know, uh, it, it makes it, it, you know, these are the things that you sit there and think, oh, gosh, I wish, you know, wish there was this filter. Like you can filter those comments, but they'll still appear. Like if anyone else looks at you, yeah. your stuff, it's still, it's still there. So, you know, it's, yeah, it's one of those things that I hate about TikTok is that it's not there and that these accounts, which I know that in the future that they will, you'll have to have a phone. So -hmm. these accounts won't be able to exist if they don't have a phone number. Mm. And I reckon they'll do the old, you know, the old with Skype, they used to test you by sending you a text first before Mm. you could actually log on. Yeah. You know, because like, you know, what's to sit there and say you can get a throwaway phone or something like that, but there's got to be a way that these people are held accountable. You know what yeah. I mean? Or oh, that's, absolutely. Yeah. But that was why I joined. And then I went to create content. It took me a good three or four months to do content, I think, because mm-hmm. I joined, I think about in March and it took me a while to have the confidence. And then I tried to pick. You know, like it was really hard to, there was so much you wanted to see. There was cats, there was dogs that yeah. I wanted to see at the time. There yeah. was there was so much and then like what do you share and what do you not share? And then, you know, I, then I learned about the cancel culture stuff and then I was mm. like, oh, what do I, you know, what if they come after me? And then I had my first video that was made, to, you know, one of those attention seeker people um, who I used to follow I thought was really good psychic type person and then, became a big drama and I called I, I mentioned that you know something about kids singing in school and then they automatically called me a name you know called me a cunt you know made a video yeah. reply and called me a cunt without even going into the issue so I just blocked them because I was like I don't, I'm not in for this I'm not down for this but yeah. it made me realize 
that there is that side of TikTok that you have to be aware of, like when you make these sorts of comments, you know, so it made me aware that, you know, this can happen. Mm. Um, and that person then went on and they're still on there, but, you know, I, uh, I had nothing to do. And every time I see them come up, even though I've blocked their hundred, I think they're up to their fifth account, fifth or sixth account. Yeah. And every time I just, I just go, I really don't. And I don't associate with anybody that's attached to that person. I just, I, I, I don't, you know, I don't have time for people that want to do stuff like that, you know, like yeah. talk to a person. That's why I'll rather in my comment section, I like to talk it out with the person to get their reasoning, to get their head around it, what they're getting before I even try and call them out. You know what I mean? Like I've just yeah. one of the things for me. Um, but ones like this morning was like, sometimes I just delete and block straight up because you got to delete the comment. Like if yeah. you leave it there, you can leave it there and some people do, but I don't, I prefer not to, I yeah. prefer to especially some of the ones that I've gotten. So yeah, I prefer not to, I prefer to, to delete it and then block them. <laughs> okay. That's fair enough. Mm. So yeah, I, uh, I took a bit of a deep dive onto your account this morning in preparation for the, uh, for the chat. Um, and I know, I know that you're saying um, before we uh, we started recording that you've turned off a lot of your your videos once they've reached a certain threshold of of, uh, of views or what have you. But the one I the one that I saw the first time that you were on camera, at least on your current account, it was actually a blind duet to like an '80s music jam where you had to sing along to the songs as they came on, which is a lot of fun to watch. But I was like, is is music like a, an important part of your life? Like, is that like a like a, a big part of it? Yeah. Well, yeah, no. Um, yeah, it is. It is. It's massive. Like, I mean, every morning I have to have my music and connect mm. to to mother every morning. Like, I, I mean, that's why I um, like I'll have her. The music just sort of shuts down the, um, you know, like being ADHD and high high functioning. You know, your mm. brain goes a hundred miles an hour, so <laughs> it's like, how do you can? So it sets my mind for the day. Yeah. You know, and um, I prefer music over TV. I don't watch TV. Mm. Same. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I, I I stopped watching it years ago. It used to feed my depression. And even mm. music, you have to choose the right music. You know, mm-hmm. it depends. Like you know. Um, but yeah, music is, but I, I used to sing, but now I can't. <laughs> <laughs> it's However, still there. It's just rusty. Yeah, it is going to be very rusty. <laughs> <laughs> the bad thing about being a linguist now mm. is that because I can't finish my degree at Charles, Charles Darwin, mm. as in like, I have to do other units. So there's mm. not enough points. Um, is I have to now go and actually look at music because the best way to being a linguist and teaching is through music. So mm. it's going to come back around. So that's going to take me a good six months, I think, to get back into um, practice. I've never been a musician. I just used to, me and my mates on the school ground, you know, used to sing quite well. Mm. And I shocked myself once. I went in a karaoke competition and I came first and I was like, what the oh. fuck? <laughs> Somebody believe in me? Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I've tried a couple of videos since with sound and I went, no, nah, I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> it's deleted. terrifying. Deleted. It's terrifying putting yourself out there. Yeah, like I sing in the car, mate. That, oh, I haven't yeah. done a video like that of what it's like to be in my car. Like there's rules. <laughs> yeah. Like I, when I first took one of my nieces down to Sydney um, and they, they needed to go down there for something, they said, Honey, Deb, can you take us down for the day? And like they're country girls, so they were like, you know, not used to driving in the traffic. And I said, yeah, yeah, sure. I said, but there's a, there's a couple of rules. When I travel, music's up. There is karaoke, like yeah. car karaoke. 
I said, and you have to be singing and making sure that you're like expressing yourself. So it's not just going, bah, bah, black sheep, have you? <laughs> oh, sorry, that's a non band song. But anyway, just saying. But it's got to be more like, bah, bah, black sheep, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> Putting on the it's performance. Gotta be, it's got to be, it's got to be, you know, uh, what's that word? Animated. It's got to be really, like, really as if you're connecting to that song and. Like, yeah, and they're laughing at me and I'm going, if you're not. So I remember working <laughs> once for one of the other TikTokers that, that, that I know in real life and, and when I had to first do something with her and transport and I was doing um, that song by Jessica Malboy in Brand New Day mm. and it was like um, All The Way Jesus or something and I'm going, oh, The Way, you know, and she's, <laughs> She's like, hell no. And I'm just like, really like doing this. And like, that's yeah. always been me. And it's like a must. And then I tell people that like, you know, if you're angry, um, if you're really angry, then you must need to, you know, like that's my Metallica and corn. And, you know, like I never knew how to be angry until I met out with an angry boyfriend. And, you know, so like now that's like the music. If I'm really, really, really angry and pissed and I'm at work and I can't do anything because I get the ear, the headphones on and I go for a walk with the really Hangry, you know, like corn, like, you know, like if you're sitting there mm-hmm. thinking about Adidas, the song Adidas. Oh, know. yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Or um, Get the Life or Twister. Oh. Or, you know, because you can't really play, like, even though it's one of my favourites of the corn song, of Freak on a Leash. Yeah. But you can't get the same anger on Freak yeah. on a Leash because that's just a really cool song. Yeah, Whereas it's just Something chill. like, you know, like Get the Life or, you know, all of those other songs, you're sitting there going, like, you can really get it out. Or you get Metallica, oh, yeah. get Metallica going, um, you know, like with some of their songs. So, and, like, Mum and Dad, when I used to live up their place up here in Tari, like in the, in the, in the, um, in the mish, like we have, like, we call two mishes here. When I lived with them, I'd be out in the car and I'd go, don't talk to me right now. And then, and I'd be like this, hanging out the car. And Mum and yeah. Dad's going, can you, can you just turn it down? I said, no, I'm angry. <laughs> <laughs> Or blaring blur the old Talica. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. It's not even my, like, you know, Bon Jovi used to be my thing. So it was like, yeah. so, like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Metallica when, like, back in the day, but Bon Jovi was my, mm. you know, and oh, you know, you could sing, yeah, it's my life, you know. Yeah. Um, occasionally people really piss me off. That's my ringtone. Like, it's my life. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's it's stuff like that, you know. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I, I, it sounds like you you enjoy like like a broad range of music. I love I love when people love music for music and not they don't get stuck into like a specific uh, genre or feel like they have to listen to something because of cultural or social pressures or whatever. It's just you if you like the sound of it, you like the sound of it, and that's all there has to be. Yeah, most. Back in the day, my friend said, you don't even know the name of the singer or what they do or anything. I said, I just like what I like. Yeah. <laughs> I said, why do I have to know all of that? Why can't yeah. I just like it for what it is? You know, so I, I sit there and think like I was watching something. There was a, like, I just watched a TikTok yesterday on that song uh, by Enigma that I thought was absolutely beautiful and um, and I use it and I sing it all the time and I've just found out that they've actually didn't even pay the rights for the to the Taiwanese people because it oh, sounds really? Indian and it was like I was like hang on so now I've got to do my research to sit there and go really it's like that lady on TikTok that you know that does all of those ones about the uh, nursery rhymes and breaks uh, every single part of your childhood because yeah. every single song 
It's like, why do I, I stop watching her? Because it was like, you're just killing me. You're just yeah. killing me. I mean, it's good to know, but you're killing me. Don't do songs. And now she's doing songs. And I'm like, oh, don't, don't. <laughs> it is. I mean, I'm, I must admit, I don't do it with, uh, I, I don't ruin songs in the sense that, like, I break them down, and you know, especially with the lyrics. That's um, that's more my wife's forte. But I, as a musician myself, the way I ruin songs for my wife is we'll be listening to something. I'm like, take away the lyrics, just listen to the guitar in the background. That's this by this other band. She's like, what? I'm like, yeah. I think it was uh, Boys Light Up by Australian Crawl. And yeah. I'm like, I started singing uh, I Want It All by Queen over the top of it and she's like it's the same fucking song i'm like it's the same fucking song she's like what the hell yeah yeah yeah. that's that's like if i if i had like a stupid superpower that's it is recognizing chord progressions which is a useless superpower that you could pick up from just going to music school but it would be really good if you were like a dj because you could actually mix that shit up because that's what i do actually watch a couple of those djs that drop oh yeah yeah the the, the mashup stuff yeah, the mashup stuff yeah. on the same because you can yeah. hear that they and then they change it over. Like yeah. I've done a couple where I just sit there and I've got chills, yeah. like going, "Oh wow!" You know, like this is amazing. Mm. Yeah, I've got I've got a similar school going. Hang on, because I'll I'll be sitting there singing a song and I go and thinking it's this song, and then coming out and going, "Hang on, whether that that's not the song I was thinking of?" Because mm. you've got to you do listen to that, but it. Even in the words, there's also hidden things. I have to sit there and say, like, mm. there's two things. Like, if you sit there and, like, for instance, if you listen to Pink's song about trauma, beautiful trauma, I love mm. it because it connects to me a different way that might connect to somebody else. Mm. I don't like researching why the reason why they wrote that song. Yeah. You know, I don't like researching. I like to l- take it as my interpretation of the song. Exactly. I, I reckon that's a, that's, that is a wonderful way to consume music. Because it's yeah. personal. It makes it personal. Yeah. It, it means what it means to the artist, but it means what it means to you as a listener. And I think that's lovely. Yeah, because if you sit there and think, because I sit there and think that when I listen to that song, for example, and that was one of my healing songs when I was going through some shit, you know, when my dad died and stuff. And and I saw it sat, because we often think of trauma as such a bad thing. Like mm. it's bad. and it And it is. Like trauma is bad. I'm not going to sit there and dismiss it. But if you sit there and think that if we didn't have the trauma, then, you know, what could become from that? So mm. that's why I call it beautiful trauma because it actually can help us grow. So for me, listening to that and explaining that that way, I sit there and think, well, hey, because it is, it's just beautiful because you're sitting in that trauma, you're sitting in that moment, you're sitting in that, and then you can able to deal with it. That's for people that can. Not everybody can, can do that. Mm. But sitting there and thinking about it, and going, hey, instead of being it so negative, it's beautiful. Every part of us is beautiful. It's just whether we want to, what we want to focus on. And some, mm. a lot of us who ha- have a history of depression, mental illness, and all of that sort of stuff, focus so much on the negative and the bad stuff. You know, I'm such a bad person because I didn't make my bed, or I'm such a bad person because I didn't do my dishes. I'm such a bad, you know, all this stereotypical stuff that's out yeah. there. That if we're actually just living in the moment and learning how to live in that, and looking at it and go, well, hey, if that trauma didn't happen, then what, what's going to happen? Because you look at anyone who hasn't experienced trauma and then they have something major go on because um, of the field that I used to work in. So, But if you look at that, like usually they're really – they can't handle it because yeah, they've, yeah. got, they've got no resilience. They've never been built up with it. The, yeah, so no, a lot no. of our mob have been built up with a lot of trauma, mm. So, which 
makes us beautiful. Like if you have a look at the half the mob, they'll be the first ones out there to offer you a feed and they've got nothing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They've got nothing. Like I'm not saying all the mob that don't get me that wrong, but I'm just sitting no, there no, saying no. they'll open their doors and go, well, what do you need? You know, like what what is it yeah. I can help you with, you know? Yeah. You know, even if they've got nothing, you know, they'll help out. Like it's just – and that is – the pureness of like just being human most low socioeconomic i'm not just mm going to say a mob but even you know most ones that are on the dole struggling pensioners you know all those sorts of things whether Mm. be the first ones because richness isn't valued in dollars richness is valued in human spirit yeah oh absolutely profit the way that i just said that (laughs) but i'm just saying like it is i will quote you on that you know I'll get, that, I'll get that tattooed on my forehead. Watch out. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, right? Yeah, yeah, trademark, cultural appropriation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I only want to be. No, but it is. It's, it's, it's stuff like that that I sit there and think about because, like, I've been through so much myself that I sit there and think, well, hey, and that's why you look at those songs and say, well, what can you hear from it? You know, like Andy Graham is never going to give up. That's a another beautiful song. And never going to give up. Yeah, yeah. Don't give up on me or whatever it is. And like that was another song. You know, like because of these songs. You know, it's all right to have "Don't Worry, Be Happy" and those sorts of songs, but they're not the ones that really, for me, uplift me. Mm. You know, and each each person is different. You know, like each each person is different, and we all know that we love a bit of comedy. Anyone who doesn't yeah. love comedy, there's something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't fathom it, people that don't get on board with it. I mean, I can understand people. We we ran into some people the other day and they said, we, I, one of them said, I don't really like music. I was like, in the whole wide world of music, you're saying you've experienced every genre, every variety of music and nothing struck a chord with you. And then another person recently said, I don't, I don't really watch movies. I went, but. I'm not saying that you have to be, you know, across like, you know, the the great directors, whoever you consider great, Spielberg or Scorsese, whatever, you know, all these old white guys that are rich in Hollywood. But, you know, you don't have to be across all that. But surely there's someone out there that would make you happy. And I reckon for everyone, it's got to be Taika Waititi. I, I, I challenge you not to enjoy a Taika Waititi film, but... I don't yeah, know who that is. He's a Maori director from New Zealand, and he did um, what we do in the shadows, which is like a like a documentary, like a, a mockumentary on vampires that sort of got him his foot in the door. He he ended up he's he's now directing Marvel movies. Oh, he's okay. Doing the, he's doing the Thor movies. Um, yeah. Yes. With 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 Mr. Hemsworth. <laughs> oh no! I just like Marvel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean Chris Hemsworth. Yes. 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 Of course. Well, I mean, I mean, look, I'm not, I'm, I don't mean to objectify him. Like physically, like he is an absolute specimen, but his comedic timing and the way he's come into his own as a comedic actor in the latest Marvel yeah. films is what I'm most proud of. The fact that he wasn't afraid to get silly with it. I'm like, that's the Australian in you showing through. That's the taking the piss out of yourself Australian attitude that the Marvel universe is missing. Like superheroes don't have to play it so straight. Like... That's oh, why I was super on. proud there of was it. A, there was always this joke with the Fantastic Four, you know, Mr. Stretch. Yeah. Always, you, <laughs> you know, what they have, because you're right, you've, they've got to develop their own characters. And, I mean, Guardians of the Galaxies, I mean, oh, oh in 3D. Can I just yeah. sit there and say the original in yeah. 3D is something to be – I thought Avatar was really good in 3D. Yeah. But until you see – Guardians of the Galaxy in 3D, wow. There's just two different. Like, I'm a huge geek, like huge, yeah. like when it comes to this sort of stuff. So I was like, oh, wow. It was like, 
freaky. And I saw uh, saw Ragnarok at um, mm. down at uh, what's the thing in Sydney? Is the IMAX view up there? Yeah, the IMAX. It was yeah. the IMAX. That was pretty intense. That was pretty intense too. But nothing will compare to those two in three D. Nah. Nah. And and with Guardians as well, like the soundtrack was just like apparently they wrote some of them like they. James Gunn picked the songs first, then wrote the movie around the songs because he knew where he wanted the songs to go. And then he sort of wrote scenes to fit it. I'm like, when you watch the movie with that perspective and you think of it more almost as a musical um, mm. or like, or like a long video clip, you know, with excellent acting and comedy, um, it, it just takes it to a whole nother level. And the second one also had, you know, like a fantastic soundtrack and that, that final scene, you know, where they're doing the big fight inside the planet and it's got you know, um, the chain by Fleetwood Mac hearing that pump through cinema speakers i nearly cried because like fleetwood mac fleetwood max one of my old times and the chain is just i reckon it's one of their their top tracks and yeah it was just a an experience unto itself getting to see that yeah and that's really good way a really good way of saying well hey i want this it's it's the same as sort of like when you look at tiktok and you go you hear the music and the themes and you just Mm. go well how do i do it like i did one this morning and i'm like because I saw it, yet thought of it yesterday, and it was like that meatloaf song. It's a whole classic, and go, mm. you know, like I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. I'm thinking, mm. you know, like you could do all of the dirty stuff that comes into your head. Yeah. Um, but I was like, well, you know, what's the theme? And I've just seen one of my TikTokers friends being, you know, get in trouble because she 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 said stuff you to a Captain Cook sign, and I'm thinking, why is everyone that so pressed about that? It was like. Yeah terrible and then i saw this other tiktoker have a go at her and i'm like and i'm up in the comments and i go you know captain cook wasn't just australian yeah. hey it happened to new zealand mob but it happened to thing don't don't yeah. limit it that happened to hawaiians you know <laughs> like <Yeah>. dude <laughs> everyone's got a reason to hate cook yeah 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 but this was it was funny because then i because usually if, before i say anything i was like oh well i will just go and check his account and the funny thing is, is I went through and I checked his account and he's having a go at vegans around the fire, the fire stuff. And, you know, mm-hmm. where are these people? And I knew who my friend was and she's, she's done some huge stuff in the fire and the flood relief. So mm-hmm. I actually had a go at him and said like, you know, you're the first one to comment on somebody like this, but you're commenting on the wrong person, mate. Mm-hmm. Never. He, I never got a response back to him, but from him, mm-hmm. but um, I said what I said, you know, like, cause I thought, but it, it's that same sort of thing is thinking about it. So that was why this morning I did an, you know, Captain Cook, you know. So I'm thinking, you know, because that's a classic classic joke for us mm. as blackfellas and going, yeah, but I won't do that. Yeah, I'm not going to do cookie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> cookie. Yeah, I no, I'll do, I'll, I'll do, I'll make you Devon sandwich, I'll make you a cuppa, I'll, yeah. I'll make you curry, your favourite curry, but yeah. I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's the same thing. And I'm thinking that's immediately what I thought when I heard the song went, this is how you're going to do it. So it's really cool when you because you see some of the trends and think, well, how the freak am I going to do this one? Yeah. It's like this, I always try and I really do sometimes want to be different to everybody else. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you know, like some of the trends you're thinking, well, how can you do it? You know, you've got to do it different ways. Like, so there's always the Arnie. There's just so many different ways. But anyway. <laughs> Have you got a, I know I'm jumping ahead in the in the question list here, but is there a trend that you, you've really enjoyed or one that you really couldn't stand? Like something you're just like, ah, oh, nah. Uh, there's a couple actually yeah. I can't stand. I can't stand. Um, I can't stand where they say Aboriginal women are ugly. Oh, yeah. And like my mom to it, and I'm just, I just, I just, I just think of these negative things that are out there that are saying this, and you know, like I know it's a joke. I'm not sitting there saying I can take a joke, but 
you know, um, or the one that says, I'm ugly, you know, or anything that puts that person down or yeah. that person down. I can't stand it. I can't, yeah. I can't, I, I just, I just can't come at it because they have no idea the underlying thing that happens for people that are going through stuff mm. to do that. So, you know, I always jump on when I see them and I'll go, you're beautiful. You know, you're absolutely beautiful. You know, like, don't worry about it. You know, like, you know, what can you say? Because, like, they've done the trend and they put it up and, like I said, I don't have a problem with it. It's just I don't personally like that sort of thing. And I yeah. don't like how, you know, they tell you one minute that you can be swearing for hate speech, but then they've got all of these things that where you can come back with your account, your this, your that. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not sitting there saying you can't, but I'm just saying it's this same sort of thing. You can't have hate speech and then have a different set of rules. It's that in you know, unevenness. Like I think yeah. that there are times when you are, but I think, you know, it's like, as I said, I go through people's content before I even comment on their stuff and go and check to see what they've said or whatever before I comment, if I want to comment, unless it's the racist remark, then I'll go, oh, duh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> duh, dickhead. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, but it's, it is. And it's amazing. Like, um, and if I had to sit there and say a trend that I really enjoyed, I don't know of uh, one that I've really uh, thoroughly enjoyed. I mean, you know, because it's really hard. It's a trend. You've got to make the trend fit into your whatever you, you're trying to do your message. So I find that really hard sometimes. Yeah. And sometimes I find it really easy, but sometimes I find it um, really hard. You know? I mean, even a trend that not necessarily one that you've had to like try and make for yourself, but one that you've just enjoyed um, just watching other creators on the app. I find it really amazing how all the Indigenous creators can actually make the trend fit into their whatever they want to talk about. Like I did enjoy, I must admit, I enjoyed the one where that they did the auntie the three times the other day. Oh, yeah. I was like, but that's not a trend. But I thought, yeah. how is this not a trend? Yeah, that was great. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like auntie, auntie, auntie. And I'm sitting there going like, but I never got into a trend, but I, I, yeah. I sort of liked this because, like, the thing about me, I suppose, is ultimately, like, the other thing I can't fucking stand is what happened the other day, and I haven't done a TikTok because, I like, I always get worried about creating or talking on issues. But, like, I'm an auntie, so I've never been a mum. So I hated the trend the other day of where they're thanking them, them, them people that aren't mothers in a Mother's mm. Day fucking... Yeah. I was like... I told my friends and I said, I'm fucking, I don't want to see this because it's like, how dare you? That's why we're not mothers, you dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, we're not mothers for a reason. Stop calling us and putting us in that fucking box. Don't fucking do it. We hate Mother's Day. Fuck ya. <laughs> you know, the ones that want to be mothers, not, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, and like we're an aunt, like I'm an auntie, you know, like, so I don't have kids, so it's different. I've got a different set of things for people than than most people, um, mm. you know, uh, I'd say if I had to sit there and say I love our, our Aboriginal, ch- Aboriginal, I would have to sit there and say like when they do the shake a leg, can you do a shake a leg better than us or yeah. can you do the, the paint the brush challenge and stuff like that, you know, they're really cool trends. Yeah. You know? They're really cool ones. I just love it. How they can, yeah, like if you sit there and look at some of them, some of them I just go, how did you do that? So when I first jumped on a trend, I think it was straight after I had a go at somebody about the didgeridoo and women playing the didgeridoo. Mm. And it was like I'd seen it in America and an Indian woman had done it in America. And, um, and, uh, and I said, oh, I wonder if this will work with the didgeridoo. So it's, 
Yeah, and it did, and it was like, wow, and it went viral, and I was like, wow. <laughs> I was like, yay. <laughs> so I'm, it's hard to learn that. It's hard to teach it to two people too, like, they, yeah. you know, um, to say, hey, how do you make it fit? You know, like somebody did a trend with that eye thing and the wink and the. Oh, yeah. And we're going, what the hell's that? You know, <laughs> there's either- some very. <laughs> Yeah, there's it, there's some very strange ones out there. I'll say that. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, there is. I can't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that, I suppose that's one of the uh, one of the wonderful things about TikTok is uh, you know everyone's everyone's able to create. You know, it's a true democracy of uh, of content. Absolutely. Every, every, it's just, it just means that sometimes the weirdos come out of the woodwork too, and you're exposed to stuff that you maybe weren't ready for emotionally or physically. <laughs> Well, it is. It is like that. It is. You, you do get the, the weirdos that come out, you know, like I have had to stop myself making videos or or things on the prime minister, you know, mm. like my I, I actually just let me have a look. But like I know that my biggest one out used to be the one on the prime minister, me upping the prime minister, mm. you know, and that went over to Twitter and I was like, holy shit, this could be consequences here. Yeah. So I had to. <laughs> I was secretly hiding out on TikTok, not allowing my friends to know that I was on TikTok, secretly trying to be secret about it. And mm. then it got released onto Twitter and it was like, oh, shit. So I had to, <laughs> so I had to go onto my Facebook and tell my family and friends and then all these women were saying, show me, Deb, show me, show me what you said. So they were like, yes, power to the women, you know, I'm yeah. sitting there going, yeah, but, you know, and then I realised that all I was doing was doing exactly what I didn't want to be, which was that person that should have to cover themselves up because you're supposed to fit in the academic world, yeah. which is not what I wanted anyway. And, like, I kept putting – I keep tearing down these boxes that I put up and go, this is this venue, and going, you know what, just be yourself. Just admit that you're a swearer. Just admit that you do this. Admit that you're an academic still. It's got nothing on your academic just because you go on and do something. You know, these are all these boxes or colonisation boxes that we end up putting ourselves Mm. into and that we don't realise, like even people that don't even want to talk about Aboriginal issues or anything and sitting there saying, but this is is the perception of the world that we live in now Mm. because it's the system. The system says that we cannot do it this way or we cannot do it that way or we cannot do it this way. So, you know, it's like, no, whereas, no, just be yourself. Mm. But yeah, yeah, that was the most most that was my biggest TikTok. If I, I'm pretty sure it was still my biggest. Yeah. Until recently, with the Cuzzy Bro thing, that ended up being my biggest TikTok. Now the thing with him, him giving just a simple gesture of giving him a mic, I'm pretty sure that's my biggest one. Mm. I wouldn't have a clue. I don't. I don't get on there and check because I'll freak out. <laughs> <laughs> yes, in actual fact, that's true. The biggest one I've got now is the one from Cuzzy Bro. The biggest, yeah. biggest view one. Is the one from Cuzzy Bro that's just overtaken? It's overtaken the Prime Minister's one. Or maybe Scott Morrison won't be on your back now. Oh, damn. I really wanted him to come out, (laughs) but that made me realize that I'd use words. It's very careful to make sure Mm. it's words that can offend people. So Mm. that one was. So, and I apologize for that. And taking ownership, if you do fuck up, just own it. Mm. Don't don't try and hide it. Just own own that shit. Mm. So, that's that's one sit there and say and if you really want to push an issue like there was one a couple of videos that got taken down three or four times is just keep pushing it back out there and see what happens and 
and I did that and I just kept pushing it out and everyone goes, I'm sick of seeing this video get taken down. What the heck? Yeah. So I just kept pushing it, and but I just kept changing. As you were saying before, is changing what was said in the comments. Yeah. Um, to make sure that it doesn't get pushed out. Because I do get some that go under review a lot, you know, like especially when I say education purposes, people don't use that word in there. Put yeah. it in your CVs, put it in your TikTok, but don't put it in your, in your, your tags or whatever. In your tags, don't do it because it'll just automatically go under shadow ban for like five minutes or like under under review. Yeah. Because it's frustrating because you know you posted it and it's still sitting there. That's one of the frustrating things. But, yeah. The whole process, the behind the scenes is fascinating and it's also frustrating to hear this from so many people just having this the same issue of just having their content, you know, what what is, as we were saying, meant to be like a, demo, you know, a de- democratic place where anyone can post anything. And, look, obviously I'm not saying that people with hateful ideologies or hateful shit to say should be given a platform, especially like when I see advocates having their stuff taken down for, you know, whatever the issue happens to be and, you know, they're they're advocating for change or advocating for visibility and seeing them have their voice taken away or have see them being silenced, it's it's very discouraging. Yeah, it is. It is extremely discouraging to sit there and, 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 and watch it. Like, you know, if you strongly believe in something, um, and, you've spent time in doing it and making mm. it and and it's uh, you know it's it's it is quietening their voice everyone's got a voice everyone's got an opinion we just have to sometimes you know like i said before like you know these ones that are, are getting up there making ridiculous remarks about you know their fat phobia you know mm. as an example so at, i'll ask you this question so mm. is that right to have an opinion on that on fat phobia? Yeah, like if someone's saying, I've got a fat phobia, like, you know, like, you know, as an example, and because, you know, they don't want to be, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm just using that as an example. I'm fat. So, yeah. you know, like I have, you know, I, I, I would sit there and say I wouldn't put my body up there because I'd be worried about people commenting on it. Mm. You know what I mean? And then people, like there was one, I tried to do a trend the other day. Well, it wasn't a trend. This big account sat there and said, oh, let me open the door, open the door. Yeah. One I'm particularly thinking goes, oh, look, it's fat chicks, and then closes the door. And I'm like, that's just so gross. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that at all. No, but that's what I'm saying. But then again, that's their opinion. So I'm just going to, you know, yeah. it's, it's like but I, that's a preference to sit there and say, no, I prefer, look, this. But yeah. like the way it came across, but I'm just saying like this is the, the hard part about the internet yeah. and these processes. Like I don't agree. Absolutely. Mm. Keep your mouth shut. <laughs> Well, like, keep it to yourself, yeah. Keep it to yourself. It's just like, yeah, if you want to have something like that, I, I have a lot of videos that are just privated for myself yeah. uh, because they're my animals, you know, like, and I don't yeah. want to lose those videos. So they're all of my animals and stuff. So they're up there privated to myself but because I can symbol- symbolically send it out to the universe. This is the thing that I sit there and think of. Well, on the other side of the coin is what's happening, you know. Yeah. And I... I don't, I don't agree. Like I, I think uh, the big advocates, like I look, watch a small rash, Misa, um, mm. I also, uh, Bala, um, you know, all of them, you know, Nick. Nick, yeah, Nick speaking out on issues about our mob and, you know, and I see them, the attacks and stuff that they, that happen. And I've also admired and watched them because they've actually taught me a lot about what you pay attention to on TikTok as well. Mm. Because 
Um, you know, like they now only have to do like one or two videos a day, which is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like they were the ones who sat there and said, you can't take every comment, how many comments they would get on a daily basis from the remarks of them actually standing up for us, you know, um, for the mob and, and what they would have to do. And you can see what that happening at the moment with um, mm. Kazibra, you know, like he's actually got really good cultural knowledge that he's wanting to share. And the attacks, like, I don't know, I, you go into his page and I will literally go against anyone that's in there and, like, the farmers that came out against him, you know, and I'm like, oh, this is just, they don't get it, you know. they. I, I just sit there and think if they could actually understand things like developing the north, that they won't, one day, with all these mines and everything across Australia that they're wanting, there's mm. not going to be any farmlands left. Yeah. Not well, not not traditional European style farms. Like they're not, they're, you're not going to be able to make use of the land, especially like up in that that territory. Like the the idea that you're going to be able to change the land to suit your needs. Oh, it's failed. It's 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 a fallacy. Yeah, but I'm just sitting there saying, like at the end of the day, the way that if you, even population a million people, that's a lot of land. Yeah, that's a lot of land because they keep talking about growing the population, growing the population. Yeah. You think about it logically of growing the population, wiping out all the land. Where mm. are the farmers going to be? Yeah. Where are the farmers going to be? Like I'm not, I'm not knocking farmers. I love farmers. Trust me, I love farmers. But I'm saying at the end of the day, this is this is what's happening. Is this big business dollars, prime minister level shit feeding all these big businesses? Big businesses have got better breaks than what the little people have got. Mm. This is what's happening. Is that is that? Oh, just another issue that just gets me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I feel yeah. <laughs> it's like another issue. It's just like, you know, and so like, you know, and I, yeah, it gets me. It get, it really does. And, you know, like but what I found is to overcome that is that our mob, like even, and some of and our allies as well, some of our allies, is like I sit there and think like how wonderful our community is. Mm. Like, here I am just a little no, like I don't say nobody, but here I am just a little old auntie in the middle of, you know, by myself at home. Mm. And, you know, I found that my friends have been the ones on TikTok mm. because we're all reaching out to each other that, you know, they're in our lives every day, whether they're in our lives physically or not. Like I know people say, oh, you know, don't reach out, you know, to somebody false on the internet. But if you're your real self and your true self, I don't, mm. I, I disagree with that. If I sit there and tell you that you're beautiful because you can say, or I can say a word, and I think I said it to somebody the other day, and they were talking about, like, um, their life and they were talking about, like, their suicide. Mm. And I just simply wrote, I simply wrote that they, they don't understand the pain that you're in. They don't understand what it feels like. They don't understand the whole complexity of what it is that you go through. You know, and they and they just simply wrote back, and this is what makes my day every day. And they simply wrote back, and they said, "Auntie Deb, how come you said it so eloquently mm. and get it straight away?" And I said, "Because I've been there, bub. I've mm. been there. I know what that feels like. They don't. They don't know what it feels like. They don't encompass it. I've seen too many people say it's say it's this or it's that, and that's what what happens. You know, it's it's horrible." horrible because like you know and i will probably do a a, a thing to say look i have been suicidal mm. i have been this way i do know what it feels like you know like i often think about robin williams mm. usually the, the comedic person has usually had the saddest life yeah 
you know so and I sit there and I think yeah I'd rather have a joke than have have someone cry and I cry quite I cry behind closed doors and sometimes I put it on TikTok and sometimes I don't no. you know because it's like you know but there are times when you see the real pain there there has been a couple of videos up there from a long time ago where I was in pain and I just wanted someone to see me but yeah. it wasn't it wasn't attention seeking I you know I was just hurting you know yeah. and that's what some people on TikTok are just hurting and they just want to say hey so if I see something that's got 50 likes and no comment, I'm the first one to sit there and say, let me comment on that. Yeah. <laughs> just, I, love, I, I love being there when a, a video's only been up for like eight minutes or something and you just have a chance to just, just tell someone like, that was really lovely or that was like, you know, it, it was beautiful or it was important what you just said or I hope you're doing well. Yeah, that's what we should be doing, more of it, because that's what TikTok was, was for, not just to, to, to tear people down but build people up. And, I mean, yeah. I've seen TikTok evolve myself from it, from being like I look back at my first videos and they're a bit clunky, a bit awkward, and now I just sit there and go, hey, this is what I'm going to do, and I yeah. just do it. <laughs> it's being comfortable, and it's also, you know, when you first go up on TikTok, you're like, you keep staring at the camera like you're going, yeah. Have I done that right? Like, don't smile. Don't look. I mean, you keep looking at the camera because you're not yeah. used to being in front of the camera. So yeah. it's one of the hardest things to look at and just try and be natural. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, 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 it's daunting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're absolutely killing it. And I've got to say, in terms of being natural, I watched your road rage video. I can I hit it this morning while I was, um, I was having my morning tea and I, I damn near spit out a full cup of jasmine tea all over my computer screen. I've never felt more seen in my life. You screaming, it's 110, not 100. My wife came downstairs to hear, to hear what the commotion was about. And I'm like, look at this. And she's like, that is you. I, I can't I can't express how close that is to my reality <laughs> when I'm driving on the freeway. <laughs> and I didn't expect that. I take that ages ago. And like, to even give you some context behind that, it is in the... If people that know me, I've actually commented. I usually comment with people that really do know me. And um, I commented on it and it was straight, you know, after the floods. So we had the floods yeah. a few months ago. Oh, yeah, they were fucked. Yeah. So, like, I knew in Tari, because I'm in Tari where the first floods, where the floods were hit first, um, you know, well, same time as all up and down the coast. Sorry, I won't say first. That's not. But, like, I was sitting there working out at the park on the Thursday going, I have to get out of town now because I was going to my friend who's got cancer mm. and we don't know how long we've got him for. And I knew I had to get out because I don't, didn't think I was going to get out because it was important. It was his birthday. We don't know whether it's his last one or not. Mm. And everyone's going and the roads and people are saying, don't travel on the roads. It's unsafe. And I'm going, I have to go. So on the Thursday night, I said, I'm going down to Maitland. And then, of course, Friday morning it flooded. Yeah. And then I got to Maitland and it flooded. Uh, like overnight and I, I, I like I left Maitland and it flooded and I'm like holy and then I got to Richmond and I met Kel and Karma Bus is coming and all of them and yeah a, and then their place flooded and I'm like <laughs> I am like I am like, <laughs> you are bringing it with rains. you <laughs> I'm like I, I, I'm super paranoid about wherever I go next it's gonna flood so when I went to my friends at Aladella I said I'm hoping it's not gonna flood you know I know you're on top of the ocean but I'm just saying <laughs> And I, 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 you know, and like, so it was, you know, it was that constant three months of rain and it was the first sunny day. 
And I'm like, and the road was dry, dried really quickly, the road itself, like, because yeah. it was horrible. You can imagine, I could only do three hours each day driving to try and get to Ulladulla. Yeah. So it was like, because you, you couldn't sit in that rain. I don't know how truckies, bless the truckies out there, I tell you how you used yeah. to do it every day in transport. But I was sitting there and I'm going, and I was like, I just wanted to get to Wollongong. It was the first bit of sunshine I'd seen. And I was coming back from Ulladulla and I'm like, and then I'm just like, just get out of the fucking way. <laughs> you, know, it's like, oh. you know, like that drive. I was sitting there thinking, you know, how we blame everybody else when we're running late. We blame yeah. everybody else. It's everybody else's fault. They're going slow. Like you were the one that put yourself under pressure to yeah. get out on the road. But it's their fault. Fucking hell. Can you just fucking move? <laughs> and it's like everybody, I think everybody commented and went, that's so me. Even yeah. the most peaceful people have commented on that post. And I'm talking, the most peaceful have gone, hey. And it's like, this is a video I didn't want to put up. And this is the video that got attention. And I'm like, yeah. you know, so it's weird. It doesn't, the algorithm doesn't quite work out, you know. Yeah. It's <laughs> very it relatable. So true. I lived in Sydney for over 20 years. And oh. I remember what it was like, and it was just in Sydney traffic. I just mm -hmm. remember, and I still get like it. It's almost like, you know, I've been out of the city now for almost uh, 15 years or something, mm. and I go back in there, and it's just like, well, now I don't have to because I do the straight through, use all the fucking roads. But every now and then I go in there and I went, and I turn in, like people that have known me have seen me calm down, and all of a sudden I'm in there and I'm like, Zoom, zoom, zoom. Fucking, <laughs> fucking move your vehicle. It's got more than one fucking gear, for Christ's sake. You know, like, <laughs> absolutely. And it's just like, and you do. And I've seen a couple of other TikTokers, but I was just like, but that's so true. Like, Arnie just sitting there going, can't. And you like, it's, it's almost like watching a game of football or State of Origin that the person that you are, and then you turn into this foul-mouthed creature. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like you've plugged into the system and you've turned into, listen here, you skinny little leg, little fella, just run up the fucking field. Pick up the ball, <laughs> don't you know? Put fucking glue on if you have to and you turn into this maniac. <laughs> you know, <laughs> type person, but it's exactly like that. <laughs> so, you know, you've just got to harness that power and know when to use it and when not to. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, so. <laughs> right. <laughs> there is a TikTok coming up and I remember Deb being down the coast and I've got to do it. It's one of those TikToks I need someone else to film. <laughs> oh, yes. And um, it's like uh, my nephew when I was down there at Aladala, I drove him to school and he was like giving me directions and his directions was the modern day directions. Mm. So like he'd come up to roundabout and like I felt like I had a fucking navigator in the car. Yeah. You're coming, I'm coming up to roundabout and I go, is it straight? Take the second exit. I'm like, oh. what the fuck, dude? Can you just say straight? Go straight. <laughs> no, because he's modern high school, yeah. right? Take the second exit. I'm like, dude, it's fucking straight. Yeah. Like, second exit. Can you turn left here? Take the first exit. I said, dude, right. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> you realise that you've now the world has changed. <laughs> mm, yes. In small ways that you never imagined as well. I know, right? Because all of a sudden, yeah. When did it become that? It was like left or right or straight. Yeah. But now it's like, no, take the second exit. I reckon that was designed. There's a there's a particular uh, roundabout where I 
in the area that I grew up and I start to pass through it every now and again called five ways. And it's sort of like three roundabouts that sort of all connect with five major roads all coming into them. And, um, no, as in Melbourne, this, and it'd be an occasion where I'm like, the second exit is, is an accurate way of saying it. Cause if they go left, you're like, well, there's technically three lefts, there's three lefts, two rights, and there's not a straight through. So, and that's, I can see the logic in that, but when it's like just a regular ass, you know, intersection of two roads with a roundabout in the middle, left, straight, right. That's all you need. So if you're from Melbourne, you'd understand like Portland is only like a little town, right? Yeah. 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 So like I lived in Portland for three years. So, so like you can imagine it was in something as big as Portland or even Warrnambool. I'll just say just yeah. Warrnambool, maybe Portland, Warrnambool, similar yeah. um, sort of thing. So you can imagine it was only a little town sitting there saying, yeah, radio. This there's only a few roundabouts and stuff. Yeah. So, right. One set of lights, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah, I, I can think of at least three roundabouts in Warrnambool now, now that I'm thinking back on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that's how I do. You go to try and get to relate it to you, not to yeah. me. Like, I know. So you're sitting there saying, hey. Um, we've actually, like, crushed a whole bunch of these without actually meaning to, which I do love. I do love when we sort of answer questions without having to ask them. I think it's a, a much nicer way of – because it's a conversation that way. Yeah. Um, but I do have to ask, I know we've, we've gone off topic and I'll, I'll bring it back a little bit. Like what's the most important thing that you hope that people get from your content? Well, that's really quite, that's a multi-pronged question mm. because of where my content's going. I want them to realize that ultimately at the end of the day, it's that they're loved. Mm. Really, at the end of the day, going back to uni made me realize how much I love my culture. Mm. And you know, like, I mean, it's not like it had changed, but it also was also triggering because it realised how much of my culture I missed out on. Yeah. So it's a, it's a good and a bad thing, but it reali- it made me realise that, you know, like from a long time ago, I could have gone and learnt my language in 1997 and I couldn't focus on le- leaving my job and, you know, coming back home and living at home and at, giving up work for a year you know, and, you know, I, I'm not sitting saying I regret it, but I, it's just one of those things that you sit there and think so. But my important thing is it's healing, loving and healing, mm. um, you know, and that there's there's a way to do that, you know, by reconnecting with culture, reconnecting with the things. So try, you know, do most of the jokes is from a cultural side, like the army, the old yeah. army. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and having a laugh and stuff like that. But, you know, like I've had many, many, many people and I was really shocked the first time it happened. Um, and then I've had it heaps so much that I've had to turn my DMs off recently mm. where people have reached out and said, aunt, I'm not feeling comfortable in my culture and I'm not feeling loved and this stuff. And, and it made me really, um, you know, think about that. And I've always said it. I've always wanted to come from a loving, healing perspective. And that's what I've been introducing my content every week or every day. There's something to do with healing in there, like connecting to her, you know, or a story that brings it back to it because it's all to do with culture because we've been designed to be split apart, disconnected, that we need to learn how to come together. Mm -hmm. And as a friend once said to me, sometimes we have to start within our own groups, but some of us don't have a group because we've been so disconnected because of different things that have happened. Mm. so if my group is on tiktok then that's my group <laughs> i'm not sitting there saying my family aren't here like i think if mm. i was in hospital and something really bad happened I, they would be here yeah. no doubt um but i'm saying that it's 
you know, like this is the world that we're living in now is we've got this world of social media and being up online and let's face it, it's not going to go away. Mm. So I figured that this is the way I need to do and then I want to be able to teach language because language, if you think of a tree and that, you know, like when a tree first starts out, you know, it starts in the ground and, you know, it's got some of these things that are coming through, Um, you know, like the roots when the roots first start as a sapling or as a little Mm. thing and then you have to you have to water it Mm. and you have to give it nutrients so I sit there and think well you have to give it nutrients so I think you know like language is such an important part of that because it connects it to all of it it you know it if you're not talking to yourself right if you're not if you're telling yourself you're stupid you're dumb if you're talking Mm. and if others are continually hear that you know even on this platform hearing it hearing it you know it's not good um so you need to be able to feed it something better so that's what I look at is trying to feed feed it something better feed them something better feed them you know a bit of comedy a bit of laughter but also some serious stuff you know some language stuff you know just anything that's going to make them feel fill their cup up it's not yeah. about my cup my cup will does get filled and I've made quite a big lot of friends that a lot of people would not have realised that I was probably in a really dark, dark place and I wanted to give up. Mm. And I've met these people that I now talk to in real life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even joking. Like I yeah. have friends that I now talk to and we ring and I don't even get that from friends here. So I've gotten it because I've gotten friends and friends that are supportive. I've made mm. friends. And it's a, it's a weird thing about this app. It's so fucking freaky. Yeah. It's so fucking freaky. It's really freaky when you think about it, like because people are so afraid of letting in and letting go and, and making friendships that this is it's it's an app that can be done for that. Just depends yeah. if they're your cup of tea or not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I think it is. Like I that's why I share what I do, like, you know. <laughs> Oh, well, I think I make a difference because those people that have inboxed me have said, aunt, you have no idea. I've been in a really dark spot and I was about to end my life and I'm sitting there going, what? And they go, "You, I have to play your videos and you make me laugh. And I'm thinking this person doesn't even comment on my stuff. Yeah. You know, um, and that's why I opened up my Instagram. Like I don't do much on there and I don't follow, I usually don't follow back on my Instagram but because that's about connection to the earth and, you know, getting up and, and, and sitting with her and talking with her and because even on that other people have said, Deb, you've only Deb, you know, only Deb you've said to say or Deb, you know, as a friend and said, my God, this has made a difference to me. I look forward to your post. You're so inspiring. And I'm sitting there going, these are people that I know here in town. They'll go, you don't even see me. Don't even ring me. <laughs> <laughs> Where have you been? But they're like. You have no idea, and I never realised, and I, that's when I discovered that there is meaning for me doing this. It's not just a, a fucking game or something that is. It, there is. It gives me, it gives me belief in humanity. You know, like, and the kindness that you see on even on the app. You know, um, mm. me teaching them to be like the other one from yesterday was, you know, like it was about intimacy. Some people would refer that to sex. But it wasn't. It was about being able to reach out somebody's hand and grab them. And if anyone really noticed the clip, it was actually about a white otter and a brown otter. Mm. So it's about it it doesn't matter. And the fact that they do that, there's an underlying thing, but that's my interpretation. Anybody else can take their interpretation of it. But it was about 
how it is that we can just love each other. Yeah. You know, even if we love, you know, love, love to be different. I like having, I like following all some of the little, little tiny accounts that are brand new because like they need that encouragement to, you know, you know, to build up. And I've seen people change, the people that I used to follow that I thought were starting to get negative. I thought I was going to have to unfollow. And then I've seen them change around and get more confident and, and laugh. And it's, it's amazing to watch people do it. If I could do it full time, I would love to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the next that's the next step isn't it yeah yeah i'd love to like i would because i think and i've, I've spoken that to a friend and saying like you know uh, that's why i had to turn my dms off because i was getting so many from young people that i just said you know and i didn't i don't didn't want to um because you could i could be there 24 hours you know helping them but you can't you know there's a part where we all have our own responsibility yeah you know um but i wish them well i'm check on them on a daily basis, the couple that I have inboxed and and just, you know, and just hope that I can make that difference for them. Like, but I will never know. You don't know. It's still faceless for most of them. Mm. As I said, uh, a, a couple of my friends, like, we video chat. <laughs> yeah. That I've met on the app, we video chat. So there's ways, you know. So it's lovely and I, I enjoy it. I enjoy it a lot, actually, a lot. <laughs> I'm grateful for you. I'll say that. Oh, thank you. Like, I was a bit shocked no. about this. This has blown me away. Like, I, I thought, who's going to want to listen to this old rant? And funnily enough, Arnie Wannabe is a character that came from five, six, six years ago. I'll have to find yeah. some old videos. It was from my girlfriends. And um, and I used to say she's the old aunt that's on the mission that yeah. used to, you couldn't tell her what to do or she wouldn't listen to you. She was always right, you yeah. know, you know. <laughs> She's and she's my auntie. She's my auntie Jen. You know, I've yeah. got video. I'm going to put up of it tomorrow about my auntie Jen because people think it's that it's somebody now. It's everybody that we can relate to. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it is. It's good. But yeah, have we got every all the questions? I suppose there's uh, there's there's a couple more and they're relatively quick. Um, yep. If you could just off the top of your head, like how can people get more educated on the the stuff that you talk about in particular, like. Um, some of the, like the linguistic stuff and like connection to culture and everything. Are there like resources that people can readily access? Well, on my of... on my uh, TikToky TikToky mm -hmm. thing, I've actually got a uh, link tree on my. Yeah. I, I I worked that out fairly quickly. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping that I will be doing more on my language, and I hope that I can encourage others to do on their language. I'm hoping to go like I've just become friends with him yesterday. It was pretty exciting. You know the guy that you always see around on TikTok that's from. Um, overseas from Skoden or whatever it is that he sits there in my na na language. Um, oh, um, yeah, I, I, yes, he's come across my FYP, but I can't remember the name. But I remember him. His name's Frank. His name's something Watson. Mm. We became friends yesterday, so I was like, okay, I was like, you know, like you, you get moments. Like I mean, mm. I, as I said, I get really shocked even with the young ones. You know, like all the the young ones like Misa, Smallrash, Bala, Bala Waltz. Um, Sarah, Sarah, I should say, um, a couple of other big blue tick creators. And I just go, you know, one's from Canada. can't think of her name right now. But she's a big Canadian, Canadian Indian. And, like, mm. Shira, Kira, Shira McKay. Uh, yeah. Shira McKay, Goddess Mia. I, I'm a cat lady. Um, you know, all these big creators. And I go, they find little old me in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, and I've got a couple of other blue check ones and I just get really 
stunned that these people, like cooking with a curry, you know, mm. cursed, uh, uh, you know, Kirsten, she was amazing to be, yeah. to be be seen by her as well. Like it's just, but each of them have got something different. So I can't sit there and go, hey. So I, as I learned very early on that I didn't want to sit there and single one out because as an auntie, you can't, you know, that. Yeah. no favourites. <laughs> no favourites. <laughs> I'll pass that on. I know, I know someone who's going to be very disappointed to hear that. Thrills. No yeah. favourites. <laughs> really? <laughs> come on there's another one meet, meeting in real life you know like yeah. meet them in real life and oh uh, that was so lovely oh yeah it was so good like um she had to take the video down unfortunately um because people said oh my my details were there so we i sent it to her if it's she puts it back up um she will if not i'll put it back up um but yeah it was just things like that you don't even think about hey like you know or when she got harassed about um people saying about Arnie wannabe like she came out really aggressive like yeah and then I had to come out with the video to saying, you know, uh, this is what happened and this is what happened in Deadly Drama. And, like, so yeah. it's like, yeah. Because <laughs> I, I didn't see the start of it, so I just saw, like, you trying to explain, like, oh, it's all a joke, it's all a joke. And I had to go back and, like, view all the videos and see what was going on. I had no idea. I was like, come on, guys. Like, I've, maybe, like, if you're not Australian, you might not have got it. But if you're, if you're an Aussie, like. Yeah, but sure, go sure. back through their content. Yeah. and have a look you see that she's calling me out all the time yeah you know <laughs> bless them for sticking up for arnie they don't even know me but bloody hell <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's crazy okay you're gonna ask me this other bloody question aren't you yeah i am Go so on. as as just the as just the mess so famously asked what's a video that lives in your head red free a video that i like a video a video that, yeah, a, a video that just, no matter what, from will always TikTok make you laugh. From, from anywhere. I think Thrills actually threw me a, a Vine or, or even a YouTube video from like six or seven years ago for about Healthy Harold. Oh um, the, the giraffe. <laughs> yeah, there's they're, they're so, they're so many things, but I think it's the one that I posted yesterday that I still can't believe that uh, that didn't go yeah. As as viral as what it was, but that's lived in my my head rent free, mm. which was the UV reef ad, the yeah. UV ad, um, because it was the first time ever that black followers were finally able to have a joke, and the white followers got so pressed. Within twenty four hours, the ad was removed from national TV in Australia. <sighs> so it, I could not believe it that we finally had a joke after all these years of the black and white minstrel show, all of the. Mm all of the other stuff that had gone on and we we this one ad came out. I mean, look, if I had to be pressed and it was in Australian, yeah, okay, well, they're not from Australian, but it would have been. However, it's still the fact that they took so pressed, but I still laugh and I think about my friends, like my friend that I went down to Ulladulla and I actually sent it to them straight up yesterday yeah. and found out that he's not doing so well. But sitting there thinking like that reminds me of them and sitting there thinking how hilarious that is. And if there was another one, it would be have to be the Jan ad. You know the Oh yeah, not happy Jan. Not happy Jan. <laughs> not happy. Now a few people <laughs> say that to you today. I mean, I know it's on been on TikTok, but it's just like to explain that yeah. was like, you know, classic. And I mean, like now if you think about it, how the way even advertising's been going, yeah. like advertising is changing and evolving. Like now you have these mini stories that you have to watch the ad. So, yeah. you know, like the Nescafe storyline, have you yeah. watched that? Like, I mean, I don't watch TV, but it's just like no. that, 
the same thing. It's like there's this story, you know, they, they can't just be ads anymore advertising a product. There's got to be like a story behind them. And uh, yeah, full narrative. Yeah, there's like a full thing because people want more and it's like, yeah, yeah. you know. <sighs> but, yeah, that would have to be and that would have to be um, the the best the best type of uh, one that always has sits with me, and I just every time I think about it, it's just laugh. Is when I think about white followers getting pressed, I think about that. <laughs> oh, when, when we were talking before we started recording, and I wasn't sure exactly which video you were talking about, and then what, what, as soon as I watched it and it hit me, I went, "Yes, this it's just objectively funny." Like. If you're getting upset about it, I don't, I don't really understand, and I, I like to think I'm, I'm quite open-minded and quite, you know, um, progressive. But I don't see what there is to get offended about it because it seems like they were all in on the joke, like it was that they were making the joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was yeah. just, and and their joy was infectious as well. The way they all laugh at the end of that, ah, oh, it was magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as somebody said yesterday, it's even the high five with the feet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. there was like there's so many levels to that ad when you go back and watch it and it was like so when somebody posted it because i i I was laughing about it i did a first tiktok in the morning of it and i was laughing about it and i'm like because i've been searching for years for the ad trust me been searching and then somebody said it because i thought it was reef like you know the old coconut oil reef oh yeah and it was uv i just you know, mixed it up. Oh, yeah. And I was like, when I found it, I was like, yes. Because I even wrote suntan lotion ad. I wrote everything to try and find this ad. And I thought it must have been wiped off the face of the planet. So then I deleted, I hid the other video that I did. And then somebody got pressed and they said, Debbie, what happened to your video? Everyone gets freaked out because I turned my videos off the private. And when they do that, they go, Debbie, your video got taken down. And I'm like, uh, uh. no, I privated because I just don't believe in having it have to circulate. Because I used to fall for the old trick. You know, the old trick of go follow this person and um, to get them and then you go and click on them and that already be up to 10,000. Yeah. You know? So I don't like that sort of thing. That's just me being – so if they've gotten to 1,000 and I've done my job, then I don't need to, you know, as much as they would help them, I just think I just – I don't. Um, yeah. Once I've helped into that, that limit, I'll just t- try and turn the video off to private. Yeah, you know, it's the same as if someone's taken their video down, like the young American that took the video down of him um, about the didgeridoo type thing. As soon as it finished, like that was my first one, um, it went to I took it down as well. Like I didn't take it down; it's just private. It's just like yeah. it, you know, that's how I look at it. It's you know, runs its course, and other things I'll just let leave, leave it out there. You know, like the prime minister one. Even though I should stop it, it just it. I don't know why, but I still get comments on it every yeah. second day. It's like, oh well, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hide it. It's there, yeah. <laughs> but that's a different issue. So, and I love it when those people come along onto my page and get pressed. Yeah. Because, and then they start going, oh, you're right wing, left wing. Like I don't even have a fucking clue. Understand mm. that political stuff because I don't, don't like it anyway. Mm. And I just sit there and go, no, how about I be just be human? Why can't I just be human? Mm. Oh no, you're just because you're being racist because you just said about the queen. I said. Oh my god, you missed no. Mark. Yeah. Fuck off, idiot. Fuck Back off, idiot. off. Yeah, like you've got you've missed the mark totally. And they're like, What? And I said, all you focused on is I said she's not my queen. That's all you focused on. You didn't focus on anything else past that dude. Yeah. And they're like, No, nah, I did. And I went, No, you didn't. You just 
focused straight on that bit. You didn't realise. And I said, this was about our Prime Minister with our women, with our floods, with our fire. That's what I spoke on. But you, you focused on me about that one bit at the beginning. The same with the Telstra ad. The Telstra mm. with the... I was asked to do that. Oh. Like somebody inboxed me and asked me, they said, can you get Arnie Wannabe to do that? And in Arnie Wannabe style, can you do it? Because she does, she does ripping people yeah. in, in, in the most, um, in, in a way. And I said, yeah, yeah, no worries. I'll do it. I said, are you sure? Because, you, you know, I don't like stealing people's content. I like them to have their own, you know. And if you notice that most black followers will always video credit or source credit or yeah. whatever, have you noticed? It's a lot of strong. Other- it's strong. It's because I think we've been ripped off for so long. Yeah. That when, when, um, um, but he didn't want me to say his name. And then from that became another video. But like the guys in that said, oh, you think it was, that was why I did a re- reply to a troll to say, you think it was mm. only about white fellas. Like I tried to reason with him in my comments first. Mm. And then when he wasn't listening and he started calling my other people on the page delusional, you're delusional, you're this, you're that. And I sat down and went, listen here, buddy. So that's when I was like, oh, poor, the fair, poor trolley troll, poor trolley yeah. troll, like, like <laughs> poor little tukum you know, making them realise that some of these issues that we fight for for Aboriginal people won't just affect Aboriginal people. It will actually affect other people, you know. So that's why you have to address it that way and sit there and say, hey, it's not just for Aboriginal people. This, you know, like the, the thing about being taking advantage of people with English, you know, like Aboriginal people, that their first language is not English. You know, mm. thank goodness. Gosh, I wish my first language wasn't English. No offence, but I really do. I wish it was my my, my language. Mm. But, however, the advantage being taken care of is the stuff. And because he couldn't see past his nose and just went straight to the black stuff because of it. And I said, mate, the article is on Indigenous people. What part don't you understand, dude? What is it that you don't understand? It's on the article. I mean, that you have no idea how big this is going to be for people. Yeah. It was Aboriginal, and that's why I ended up saying Aboriginal, uh, treated him like an idiot, going, well, it was Aboriginal people that took it to court. It was Aboriginal people that got lawyers and solicitors. It was yeah. Aboriginal people that this was done to. So, you know, so this means that anyone else, you know, and it's just like this stup- the stupidity that they don't, seek when they want to make these racist comments Mm. and so you know for him blocking me i find it funny (laughs) (laughs) well it's like that's that's a a win for you really yeah absolutely i think but everybody else knows to block him and that's the other thing is as soon as we do we learn to go on that's what we also Mm. do is we learn to go on and block those people Mm. because you know um and i have turned around somebody else i have turned around somebody who made a racist comment and they've changed their way Mm. Um, but that's not to sit there and say when they've got that impression, you know, underway, then, you know, you can't, you gotta, you gotta, that's why I face them with, with facts. And that's when the academia comes out and you go, here's the document. Here's the thing. Dude, look it up. Yeah. Yeah. So just the way it does. But yeah, I think it's um, important for people. I wish they would just. Instead of coming at us because they're thinking from a colonised brain and mindset because that's how we're taught, we mm. are taught. Mm. Can I sit there and say, no, I got taught that same sort of thing. Is when you actually look at all the facts and all the heartbreak and all the stuff that's going on and 
and actually have a better understanding, you know, then you sit there and go, dude, you know, please just have a read. I'm not sitting there saying this is from your go and talk to an academic, go and talk to these people that are fighting for all of this. It's not just people here on the ground or, you know, you know, and, you know, the misconceptions. I'd love, you know, like that's where I think the government's wrong. It's like Centrelink. They fucking know that that's a fucking rumour going on around us about being all on Centrelink and getting... Why not fucking have a disclaimer on the fucking page so we can fucking all... doesn't matter because this is the thing is like when a government's going to sit there and say, no, we don't get this. But no, because the government designs to have the media outlets focus on black being bad and it's that old school hidden white privilege stuff. Now, because I didn't even really know white privilege from, you know, until I went to uni, mm. you know, and, and then I read it and then I looked at it and I went, I never even realised, you know, it, uh, um, you know, the indoctrination that we had underwent, mm. you know, right down to like, Oh, you know, just no, yeah, just, oh, there's just so much when you go back and look at it. Yeah. You know, sit there and think, wow, you got to look at it differently now. Like uh, so much differently, you know. Oh, uh, yeah, it's too big, too big. But, you know, like this is the stuff of trying to teach them. But mm. actually looking in the references and using it and showing them, they, they don't want to learn. It's like the conversation in America about the critical race. Oh, yeah, that's been crazy. I know. There was no videos up until this year. You try and Google it and all of a sudden it's all this negative why critical race theory shouldn't be taught. Yeah, There is nothing in there about it. And so me and my mate were actually trying to find documents on what critical Mm. race theory was. And now it's understood. It's understood that it's just about understanding the policies and the statements and the government way to actually keep us as in paternalism but it's like sitting there keeping us suckled but that's thanks to my academic career that I even know any of that sort of shit because mm. as a normal person growing up that not you know like as a person growing up we weren't taught this yeah and we still aren't because that's what people don't understand like if the government like these problems that happen in the territory we're telling them but they're not listening so but they're sitting and everyone's going but the the black fellas aren't doing anything and we're going because we've been trying to tell them they don't want to listen <laughs> Yeah. The system, the system. <laughs> it's like, yeah, the same sort of thing. But, yeah, be interesting to see what's going to happen in Australia in the next few years, especially yes. after this Telstra win. That's a win. Mm. You know, so we'll soon see. We'll soon see. I can't wait to see what's going to happen. Hopefully it'll change. If not, I'll be living out in the bush somewhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's where maybe. <laughs> of course, with my TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, still have, uh, still have Wi Fi. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sell your data. I don't yeah. know. Sat- sat- <laughs> satellite phone needed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll get the guys from the Northern Territory that build those phones. You know, the ones where you walk up and go, hey, there's instant access. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just have roadside as the floodlights, all sorts yeah. of things. Sometimes that sounds good. <laughs> This last one's definitely a few, which is where can people find you and is there anything you'd like to plug at the moment? People can either find me, find me. <laughs> they don't want you. They don't want you. Want me to plug anything? Oh, gosh. But for me personally, I would sit there and say, look, my name is Bello Jinder. That's where they can find me at, yeah. on TikTok. I do have a, a – uh, from there, they can find anything else that they want to um, – like they can find my Instagram from there, which is just Jinder Debstar. 
Um, and But that's nothing like anything like my TikTok. If they want to find me, they can find me on there. I'm not about to plug any particular pro- product or item. I mean, no, just go and just have some fun, guys. Yeah. That's what I sit there and say. I like that a lot. If I was to sit there and say is I would sit there and say if they want to learn like language, but that's not it's not going to be appropriate, but I'm just saying if they want to learn is actually go and um, look up the 50 Words Project and look at that, and that's 50 words from all across Australia of Aboriginal languages. Mm-hmm. But I would sit there and say that there's, if, if they really, if there's anything, is I would sit there and say pick up a book and just read some or research. Research the things that we're saying before coming out and speaking. Reach out if you need to, but just research. Like even with the trauma stuff, like from my background, you know, which um, of, of the experiences that I've been in the work, workplaces I've been, trauma is so, is, is so important to heal from. It doesn't matter whether mm-hmm. you're black, white or brindle. It doesn't really matter. And I'm sorry if that offended anybody. I didn't mean to. But it's just about, you know, looking at that sort of stuff and being able to realise that that's the stuff that's going to help you move forward. Mm. Because when you're not open because you're so closed, you can't move forward. Absolutely. I think, because, I think that's a wonderful message to, to take forward as well. Yeah. So as I would sit there and say, read a book about depression. You know, mm. if you've, got, you've got it, you've got to read it because everyone sits there and says, hey, that's not how I deal with it. Do you know those professional people or that's not how, you know, like look into it yourself. Don't believe them. That's the only way I learned. No one was going to tell me. I only want to be no one. Mm. Just to say, there was no one. <laughs> <laughs> be kind to yourself. Just remember that. Everybody yes. needs to remember that. It's just be loving and kind to yourself. Forget about everybody else. Just be yourself. <laughs> you know, not being selfish, prick, though, but I'm just saying, like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> walk, walk gentle and treat mother well. And I mean oh. mother by mother earth. Treat her well. And oh, once you that. connect to her, once you can connect to her, there's a whole lot of things, stresses that don't that no longer exist. Mm. Trust me, I do it. I I don't think I'd, I I didn't have my culture, and didn't understand about reconnecting to her. There'd be so many things that I would just get uh, upset about now. Mm. That I just don't. Every morning it's a reset. Every morning I watch that sunrise, and like people think, wow. And when I don't, I don't feel well. I don't feel good. Yeah. And I just wish I could show more people. That's why I show show the sunsets on my page, um, sunrises on my page. Yeah. For that reason is to say just here, breathe. But, yeah, I've... but it's been wonderful talking with you. Yeah, Thank you same. for the opportunity. This is like my, my virgin bubble of podcasts being oh. ripped off like some sort of <laughs> mad demonic waxing that's just happened. <laughs> I, feel like I, hope I, it was, to... I hope it wasn't that traumatic. <laughs> no, but it's just like, you know, that first... <laughs> mm. <laughs> nervousness i was like oh what the heck but then you know i just got a free you know you just got to go with what's natural rather than trying to go oh let me read from a script hang on mm. my name is bello jinder and yeah. i'm on tiktok i like to go and watch thirst traps not <laughs> i like seeing people smile yes i like seeing kittens okay that's not gonna work yeah I did like be that. real, be real in the world world and be real real on the uh, internet, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. I love that, Deb. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me. It's been really, really wonderful. I'm truly deeply honored to be able to speak with you and, and have a laugh. And honestly, like it has been a lot of laughs. And I appreciate you. I still I'm still in, in, in shock that you reached out and asked that's still like, wow. <laughs> 
I'm just a fan. I'm a fan who got lucky, lucky enough to speak to people he's been watching for the last year and, and, and admiring. And just, again, yeah, you have important stuff to say. You have a wonderful message. And I just want to put it out there as, as loud as I can for everyone to hear. Yeah, exactly. And don't worry about your hair or anything or where you nah. look. Just, just be you. <laughs> crazy, it. crazy you. Seriously, that's all it is because that's what people fall in love with. I worked out is that we often sit there and sell ourselves instead of actually being ourselves. There's a difference. Don't sell yourself, be yourself. That is an incredible way of putting it. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> All right, Deb. All right, mate. I'll take it. Take it easy. Take care. Yeah, you too. Take very Stop much care. Stop raging. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you too. At least I don't film it when I do it. <laughs> Hey, that's what Siri's for. She did it. It wasn't me. It was Siri, bitch. Caught me red-handed. See ya. See ya, Deb. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of More Than A Minute. I hope you had as much fun as I did. Don't forget to follow us on Spotify or Anchor FM. And also don't forget to give us a like on the socials. We're on Facebook and Twitter. And pretty soon we'll be across Instagram, TikTok and YouTube as well. So if you want to stay updated, then make sure you're liked and subscribed. And if there's a creator that you'd like me to speak to, then drop me a line. You can reach me at morethanaminutepod at gmail.com. More Than A Minute is recorded on the occupied lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging, and we acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded and there is still no treaty with the First Nations people of Australia.